One, two, three. Welcome to Three Song Stories, the show where we dig into our guests' memories using the songs of their past as the shovel. Thanks for listening. I'm Richard Chinqui. Our guest today is Katie Wyrick. Katie is a singer-songwriter, recording artist, and worship leader who lives in Estero, Florida, right near our studios. She's a graduate of FGCU's Bauer School of Music and is the owner of Melodic Expressions, the Professional Musician Collective, and Imbella Brands Music Publishing. Katie's currently working with multi-dove and Grammy award-winning producer Ted T on a debut EP set to release later this year. Katie married her high school sweetheart and is a mother to three girls, one of whom is due to be born this May. She came across our radar on episode 89 as one of Barbara Fisher's shoutouts. So here we are. Hey, Katie. Hey. Thanks for doing this. Yes. So uh, do you know Ryan Ravish? Yes. Uh, do you know her dad? No, I, d- I mean, I know who he is, but I've never talked. I don't really Sure. Talk so, to Tom, Tommy Eberhardt. Yes, He's yes, yes. episode 10 of this show. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'll um, have to listen to that. And then, um, you know Caleb Neff? Of course. Yes. <laughs> of, co- of course is the answer to that. Yes. Uh, Caleb was episode 59. Good so to you're know. So you're in good company. I am in good company. Here, here at the show. I love um, it. Uh, do you know Jamie uh, Tavares? Yes. Cool. Okay, yes. so he hasn't been on this show, um, but he and his wife are friends of mine. So um, oh, when we were, we were prepping for the show, and you know we do some research on our guests, and I was like, Katie knows all these people that I know <laughs> and we've never met. met. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm really glad that I got to do this one with you. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess I want to ask you, what is the musical background of your childhood? Oh wow! So lots of Christian music, mostly I would say. Um, some classical stuff that my mom would play, mostly just Vivaldi, like mm-hmm. the Four Seasons, stuff like that. She would always do it on Sunday mornings. Like she'd be making like eggs and bacon and like I'd hear the strings be like, oh, must be Sunday. Like we're going to be going to church later. But um, not a whole lot of mainstream pop, which <laughs> I get teased now because I feel like my husband would be like, man, like. Were you, like, living in a hole? <laughs> I don't know all this, like, you know, music. But, yeah, um, I don't know if that answers the question. It, it does. Yeah. 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 Um, what is the, what is the uh, most popular, like, secular music that you would have? So, so Backstreet Boys. When <laughs> sure. I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I was really into them at one point. Um, middle school. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I just dated myself. Who wasn't? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what else. I loved a lot of musical theater stuff. Mm-hmm. Grew up like watching Sound of Music, My Fair Lady, um, The Music Man, and so we listened to a lot of show tunes. So, yeah. ju- like, like just show tunes albums you would listen to? Well, no, we'd watch them. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, Oklahoma. I, I mean, I could go on. Yeah. Lots of the older stuff. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what what kind of music did your parents listen to? That that was like their music. Um, my mom listened to a lot of Keith Green, which was a Christian artist from like the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, she listened to a lot of show tunes. My dad really didn't listen to a whole lot of like specific music. He kind of was just like, "Whatever's on, I'll listen to." So yeah. Uh, did you ever listen to music with your grandparents? 
Yes. So my grandfather, my mom's dad, um, he introduced me to that really cool one about the clock. I'm going to rock around oh. the clock. <laughs> <laughs> That and um, the really cool one about the clock. I love rock around the the clock. Yeah, rock around the clock. Uh Chantilly lace Mm -hmm. with baby face and lots of bluegrass. Very into bluegrass, which I actually have grown to like some bluegrass. So, yeah, that was yeah. And then, but my my dad's grandfather actually played the organ. Wow, which is. Different. No, that's I, <laughs> so. I mean, your great grandfather. No, my my grandfather. Oh, you're so oh, my your dad's, dad's dad. dad. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Um, did you? So you got to watch him do that? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I was always like, wow, that looks complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's like piano drumming. Like, yeah, you know, all the levers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what is the earliest musical memory that you can recall? Oh dear. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure. We may have to stop and think about that one. I don't know. Um, this is literally what I can remember, not mm-hmm. what I've been told about. Oh, yes, when you were a baby, ask, yeah, we gonna, played this. Well, we're going to talk about that, too. <laughs> yeah. um, what is my earliest? That's a really good question. Oh, thanks. Yeah, props. I'm probably going to guess just like being in like school, like elementary school, and just we used to have to go to chapel once a week. And it, so we would sing. You, you went know. to evangelical here in town? Well, I did for high school. Okay. I, I went to probably my earliest probably school-aged like musical kind of memories were probably from Michigan. We were in Michigan very, very like shortly and then in Pennsylvania and then came down to Florida. <laughs> so I'm guessing probably that or, or probably honestly probably just my mom singing. To me, she sang. She used to sing hymns. So that's probably my first musical memory is her singing hymns. How early did you start to also want to sing and play music? So I've sung like I don't remember ever when I actually started singing because I've always kind of been singing. But for piano, I do remember I was 12 when I really started to like mess around on our keyboard and just played by ear, figured stuff out. Yeah, uh, I I learned in my research. So you, uh, the entertainer. Yes. And um, <clears throat> heart and soul. Heart and soul yeah. and chopsticks. Yes. And those were the first songs that my mom taught me on like a like on a Yamaha keyboard to nice. play. And then when my parents saw that I could kind of just pay attention to what they were doing and then do it. Uh-huh. They were like, you're taking piano lessons. So oh, yeah. I got thrust into that. Um, nice. But But yeah, like when I was I was listening to an interview and you mentioned those, I was yeah. like, the enter- like, yeah, the, learning yeah. the entertainer by ear is a big deal. <laughs> well, no, I didn't. I have to, no, my mom yeah. taught me the entertainer. Sure. And she taught me heart and soul and she taught me, what was the other one we said? Chopsticks. Uh, chopsticks, yeah. No, but from there, from there, I was able to like, start figuring out just basic chord progression so yeah do you guys have a piano in the house we had a keyboard cool yeah Yeah, same Mm -hmm. um uh did anybody else play any other instruments in the house no okay Mm -mm. so just your mom singing really and playing the piano playing the piano yeah she was very influential i would say yeah yeah do you sing do you would you say that you sing like her like you, no, you, I wouldn't say oh, okay. that. Yeah, she has a much lower voice than I okay. do. Yeah. Um, 
When was the first time you performed in front of people? In front of like a not family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say, you mean like like in like in an ensemble? Um, do both, like in okay. like on a stage, but then also like by yourself. I would say so on a stage. I really actually do remember this was for my kindergarten graduation in Michigan. We, oh my gosh, we sang this like really old Christian song about pledging allegiance to the Lamb. Do you mm-hmm. know that song? I do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Like, so we did that. And then the first time I ever did something solo on my own was probably in Pennsylvania during a chapel. I think I sang during Christmas. It was like, oh, what was it? It was. That happy birthday, uh, Jesus! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad it's Christmas. Especially when it's like a four year. Oh, and <laughs> I, I was little, older, and like all these little kids adults are, really cute. are crying, and I'm like, "Is that a good thing or a bad thing?" <laughs> then you learn it's a really good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that um, answers that, right? D- would you say that that um, cemented the desire to do that for you, like I at think that early so. age? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so not only wanting to sing just from a music perspective, but, mm. like, enjoying performance? I did. I really did. I, I, I was fortunate enough that I went to a really small school, so I would just ask, and typically they'd let me <laughs> do what I asked, which was <laughs> wonderful. Uh, yeah. Speaking of performance, you were in a production of Oklahoma? I was. Uh, what? what uh... With the Sugden Theater in Naples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Naples Players. Uh, that was, I think, in 2014. You yeah. still remember any of the songs? Yeah. Can yeah, you yeah. do a little bit of one of them for me? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean like any of them? Yes. I'm just one. a girl who can't say no. I'm in a terrible fix. That's Addo Annie. And then we have, oh, what a beautiful morning, Curly. Um, Poor Judd is dead. (laughs) Poor Judd, for I is dead. That is Curly singing about Judd in his smokehouse. Yeah, I could go on, but. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Um, when when uh, When did you write your own first song? Okay, so I was writing, like, piano instrumental pieces probably, I would say, at 15. I didn't write my first song until senior year of high school over at Evangelical Christian School with um, two of my classmates for, for graduation, and it was called All of Us. And cool thing about that is that... Um, I think two different classes after us, not not even like sub- sequentially or whatever, ended up doing that same song at, at their graduation. So it was kind of like a little thing for a while over there at ECS. But yeah, that was the first. I guess that doesn't maybe answer your question because it wasn't just me writing it; it was a co-write. But it really yeah, was the sa- it was the yeah. same. Yeah, it was it was this you know first time writing lyrics with um, with music so. But I uh, can't remember. Does the process feel kind I mean, I know it wasn't solo, but like does the the conceptual part of that process feel the same now as it does then? Or do you feel like you've kind of adapted and changed the way you do that? Um, I think 
I think for me personally, it's changed it a little bit. I know for that song, um, I brought the music already. So I, and then we were like, oh, okay. So we started with a musical landscape and then we added added the words. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I find, um, at least with my most recent project, is that I'm starting more with like the um, the overall like idea, the theme of it when it comes to words or, or certain like inspiration from certain lyrics and then writing the music around that. Yeah. Um, but not all the time. Sometimes you'll just have like a little um, musical idea and then pair it with something you wrote like a year ago and then expand from there. Do your girls uh, dabble on the piano too and stuff? Yes. Like that it, the tradition is Yes, continuing. it has. I just got a new, p- uh, new keyboard, so they got my old one and it's in their room. <laughs> <laughs> and they will fight over it. Hey, that's the good. little one bit the other one <laughs> because she was taking too long. I was like, "What is happening right now? This is not cool." <laughs> Sounds Poor like thing. you're gonna need another keyboard soon. Yeah. <sighs> uh, how old is the? How old are? are you know? So my oldest is seven, and then my youngest is four. Uh, you could buy the four-year-old one of those little tiny. It wouldn't <laughs> like, be good like enough for her because oh, she she's spoiled the, now. Yeah, I get it. I get that. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you remember the first album that you owned that was yours? Yes, I think I do. Well, actually, I remember. Actually, it wasn't. It well, I guess it was an album, but it was on a cassette tape. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an album. <laughs> it was. It was one that I bought. I think on my own with my own money. It was. Um, it was a Twilight Paris. Uh, album i forget what it was what, what it was but one of the songs on featured later is i think actually on that album or where so the album would have probably been where i stand it might have been so i can see the <laughs> i can see the um album art in my mind it, it was like, like a baby blue background and she was just like it was just really light and bright and blissful she's staring off at 11 o'clock yeah, like, yeah. was that it uh we're gonna find out oh. mike's gonna internet for us right now oh okay <laughs> How old were you when, when you bought this? Oh, man. I would say probably 10 or 11. 11 or... Yeah, probably 10 or 11. So that would it was, be... It was probably before mid, 2000. It's probably 99. Baby blue background. She's wearing like a white kind of a sweater looking thing. Uh, where I stand. <laughs> uh, where I stand. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, that brings us yeah. to your first song. Uh-huh. So do you want to talk about... The memory with it, or do you want to listen first? I do. I want to. I want to share this so sure. you guys can listen with with this in mind. Okay. So, like we just said, it was like the first album that I like heard, picked out. Was like, I want this. You know, that's kind of a big deal. But um, there was this song on there called I think it's called I'm Not Afraid Anymore, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I just loved this song and. We were in Maryland for like two weeks staying with my cousins um, just outside of Baltimore. Um, and I guess I guess I brought the CD and we were just listening to this song a lot. And one day um, my uncle was driving us around instead of my aunt who was mostly driving us around. And we had it on. And there's a part in the song where 
it, it says, I'm not afraid anymore. Open all the windows, open all the doors. So right when that happened in the song, all the windows of the minivan, it was like this Toyota, like old school, like 1999 minivan. I don't remember. Sure. The model, all the windows went down and he goes, sorry, I can't really do the doors because we were on like the highway. So it was loud. <laughs> You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and it became this, like, memory for our family that we still talk about. How many people are in the van? Oh, it was packed because they my, – my, that, that family had five five children. So we weren't all in the van, but it was – every seat was full. So the back row was full, the middle row, so that's six. And then – so there's eight people in that in that van. Everybody probably singing. kids with one adult. So probably seven kids <laughs> with one adult. So Everybody I'm one of the three. Song. Everyone knows the Everybody's song. Because Katie's Tabu. having us play it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, let's hear it. Um, so we're on the highway. We're in a Toyota minivan yes. in the late 90s, yes. which I can definitely see. <laughs> on uh, Richie Highway. On Richie Highway. Yeah. And um, so this is uh, I'm Not Afraid Anymore by Twyla Paris from her 96 album, Where I Stand. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So aside from family lore. Yes. Right. um, Where does that song fit into your life today? Oh, my goodness. So I was actually just thinking about that, listening to it, um, that I was so drawn to that theme of not being afraid because as coming into adulthood, Mm -hmm. um, have struggled with anxiety and panic attacks. Um, And so I think the message in that song was already like speaking to me so profoundly at such a young age. And I still love it because it's still true, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think that's probably why. I know. I know. At first, I was like, "Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why I was so into that." But I think you can just hear the freedom and just like opening all the windows and just like because I think a lot with like fear and stuff, you feel so closed in and you feel so trapped. And so, yeah, I think that's why. Uh, Twilight Paris was kind of a juggernaut uh, in that big rush of late '80s yeah. and early '90s uh, Christian contemporary yes. music. Um, Michael W. Smith, Stephen mm-hmm. Curtis Chapman, Amy Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find being a fan of her then, do you yeah. find yourself um still listening to a lot of music from that era, or have your tastes like shifted with, with they sh- the music they scene? really did shift? Yeah. I will say though that I do still listen to uh, Michael W. Smith is still making some stuff that's mm-hmm. still getting some airplay that um and um actually, when he was down here, I think a year ago, he was down here um over at well, it's her Serena now, but mm-hmm. it was Jermaine. Jermaine. I went um, because a friend of mine was singing back up for him, and he, I I loved it. And all those old songs, like, he did a lot of his old songs, mm-hmm. and it was very nostalgic. And they're still so good. And But I would say, yeah, I probably shifted as, you know, things progressed. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, in ministry, music often acts as like a like a touch point for people that don't have familiarity with uh, church or worship or theology. Mm-hmm. So like they come into a building and they don't know any of these things. But you know, everyone knows music. Everyone connects to music. Mm-hmm. So it's like a it's an opportunity to give somebody something familiar mm-hmm. in a setting like that um, and let their walls down a little. And we're kind of doing that here on this show. Right. It, you know, we people are kind of able to share parts of themselves because of the music that they bring, bring yeah. with them. Uh, I'm interested in your thoughts on how universal music is, especially at allowing people to connect um, without 
without pre-shared knowledge or even sometimes like without language. Like, right. Yeah. What do you think about that? Wow. Well, I would just say, and I've said this before, like I think music is is a gift to humanity. Like it's it surpasses language. It it's so needed. Like I can't even imagine a world without music. Like I think we'd all just go crazy, honestly. Um, I think it is interesting how universal it is, and and that somebody can listen to something and they can be so what's the word you know they can it can resonate with them maybe for a totally different reason than you know the person sitting next to them but that's what makes music so powerful Mm. um and i think with that you know that that i guess universalism i think I think that's why people are so drawn to it because I think it kind of like brings us all together like with what you were saying like there is a commonality there we can disagree about a lot of things but I think most people would say that some form of music or another you know they like I, I don't think I've ever met anybody that says I don't like music I mean maybe they're out there. <laughs> what, what we what we tell people is uh, when we when we tell people about our show and like you know yeah. that there's there are songs that take you back to your life parts in your life yeah and we say everybody starts thinking of which songs it would be as soon as you tell them about the show yeah yeah, yeah of course and people who don't do that they're robots like like that's a that's a Terminator <laughs> oh because, yeah because it, it's it is it's universal right um, right I think that all you need is to see like a like a two year old. Yeah. Like 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 stomping their foot. Oh sure. Like to, to a yeah. beat to realize like it's it's it and it's built in. It is built in. Yeah. So um all right uh, tell me about uh, melodic expressions the professional music yeah, collective yeah and yeah. tell me about uh, Embella Brands music. Okay okay so melodic expressions I started that um, unofficially back in 2009 during my junior year of music school here at FGCU and it was just a really great way for me to start performing outside of the walls of FGCU Mm -hmm. in the real world and get some real hands-on experience with planning sets and and, and arrangements and and dealing with um, other musicians. And so that has grown. Um, I ended up incorporating it, and it's still going. I just did a wedding last night (laughs) at Lover's Key um, with um, two other musicians. And so it's pretty... Um, predominantly wedding ceremony music is our our specialty. And so it's live wedding ceremony music. And I um, subcontract a lot of different musicians. Caleb Neff has done stuff. Um, We've collaborated and um, Barbara Fisher, Mm -hmm. the harpist. I have a string string people. And so basically it kind of came in handy, the community that you kind of – of musicians that – I got to know starting in college, you you kind of just have this nice list of people that you can go to and you know them or you've heard of them and they do good work. And so that's that. That's mm-hmm. Malak Expressions. And Bella Brands, that, that's kind of interesting because um, a couple of years ago, I was going to start like a graphic design, PR, like marketing, visual kind of a business. 
But then um, my own my own um, songwriting little project kind of took off. So I instead of starting like a whole new incorporation, I just made that my publishing entity. And so mm. that is kind of an umbrella for the acoustic duet Barefoot Saturday that I've been a part of that we've put out music for that and then my own stuff. Um, so publishing, you know, just registering stuff, making sure, I mean, I, it's all the admin kind of sure. stuff. Okay. Yeah. That goes along with putting out music. Yeah. All right. Um, that was boring. Sorry Not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, was the, the prior music, um, was that, uh, stable lullabies? What's so the... lullabies? Yeah. Lullabies. L- that was, that was my own self-produced. Yeah. Yeah. Thing so, as. do you publish it through? I Umbella, yeah okay yeah that's all under Umbella okay. Brands yeah. Um, what's the most recent concert that you've been to? Oh my goodness! I think it was. The, <laughs> I think it was that Michael W. Smith one. <laughs> I don't get out much. <laughs> uh, I have little kids. No, I think I think that's what it was. I think that was the next one. Might be a concert for them. <laughs> <laughs> It might, it might be. Yeah. No, I think that's what it was. It was Barbara Fisher was there doing merchandise for Fun. somebody. I forget who it was, but yeah, I think that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's the best concert that you ever went to? Mm, I haven't really been to a whole lot of concerts. It's weird. Um, cause actually, <laughs> I think as a little kid, I was always so like bothered by how loud stuff was. Oh, so yeah. I think I just was never really into it, but the best concert. Oh dear. Um, or if you could go to one of the concerts you've been to again, you know, tonight. I think there's a lot of concerts that I've just never gotten to go to that I'd want to go to. Oh, I don't yeah, feel like I don't think like I fully lived the concert. And my husband's told me the same thing. Like sure. you haven't experienced a real concert. But um oh, I will say this. Um this we went to um a concert at Germain. Um, it was the For King and Country Little Drummer Boy mm-hmm. um, thing. That was really well done. I had never been to a concert of theirs, but it was really, really well done, and we were impressed. So I actually really liked that. They do they do a really good job. Uh, if you had to guess, what concert would he take you to? My husband. Yeah. If, if you said, if you said, if you said, you pick, I'll, you you pick, I'll go. If he picked, yeah, he'd probably take me to like a dream theater concert. Okay. Honestly, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, oh, 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 sure. Oh my goodness, I just thought of one. No, so we, my husband and I, we went and saw Jackson Brown at the Naples Philharmonic. I think it was like, was that like last year? Mm, maybe, yeah. It was reset. No, we actually really enjoyed that. We were like the youngest people there, <laughs> but it, it was really good. It was just him. He had like 30 guitars and he used every single one of them during Ooh. his two hour set. And it was just him with like a couple of background singers. And sometimes he'd jump on the piano. It was like very simple, but very good. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. But that's not what you would say as like a That's a concert. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It could so be just when I think guitars. concert, I'm thinking like No, any live arena, performance. Arena, like okay. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah, yeah maybe he, I'm not um, as <laughs> plus, you know, a simple act like that is actually really it's really hard because there's not le- there's less to hide behind. Exactly. Like you, you have to play well. I feel like I really like those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um 
Have you ever, well, I'm going to assume you've not traveled more than a few hours to see a concert or show. No. <laughs> um, no, not do you, yet. Do you have any, um, any road trip music, uh, maybe with the family, that, that comes to mind when you think about road trip and driving and music? Well, John, my husband usually just takes over. Is he driving? Yeah. yeah. Driver gets the radio. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, that's just how it is, right? Okay. <laughs> um, where, where, do you, where do you guys, where is a place where you guys just do not, do not, Do not meet on music. <laughs> okay. Um, like something he the really heavy, likes. The heavy metal stuff. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I have an appreciation for the actual like music, like mm. the instrumental side mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, yeah. They take it Be- serious. Yeah. They do. Mm-hmm. And it's very or- orchestral sounding if you really like think yeah. about it. But it's when it comes to like the screaming like roaring vocals i just i can't i can't do it he's a big fan <laughs> not a huge fan big but enough. <laughs> he he likes some of it okay yeah yeah um good uh would it be guessing for you to guess a band like to say a band that he likes or do you know some of the bands that he likes oh i don't know um <laughs> I don't know. I, I I know that he put out what when he was in college, he mm-hmm. was a part of a his own kind of a band that did that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what it was called, but I do remember liking like the music and stuff. Like he can shred and do all kinds of solo like guitar solos and whatnot. But I was not a fan of the of the roaring female <laughs> <laughs> the vocals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like Flyleaf is not on your no, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so, uh, to each their own. <laughs> um, everybody likes music. Everybody doesn't like right all of Twilight music. Paris, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, what is a band or musician that you never got to see, um, but you would really actually like to see, even if they don't play anymore? I I'd love to go to a Coldplay concert. I've heard they do it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to go to a Taylor Swift concert. Um, there's probably a lot of concerts that I would, wouldn't mind like going to. Oh, Lindsay Sterling, I hear is really good. She plays violin. Yeah, yeah. I'd like uh, to go she, see her. One of my uh, one of my friends who was on here a few weeks ago. Um, he had just gotten to see her, and he was oh, like, he was like, it was nice. really good. Yeah, down San Diego. Yeah, yeah. I've heard really great things yeah. about, about her stuff. There's probably a lot of people that I would see that. Okay. Yeah. No, those are good. Yeah. Um. When's the last time you bought music that has a physical form? Oh, my word. I want to say, like, 2009-ish, maybe? Or, no, before that, 8, maybe 2008. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Mostly? I don't really buy hand, like, physical, like, what CDs? <laughs> Is that what those things are called? <laughs> well, it went it went record records, eight tracks, tapes, oh, CDs, and then back to records. Vinyls. I really am into listening to vinyls. Yeah. I have this little like Victrola. Um, I didn't personally buy them; they've all been gifts. But wait, I have was it, had... it actually has a horn. It doesn't have a horn. Oh, t- okay. It's just it's the brand, okay, but they I, you know it's that right, little box okay. with the Bluetooth. I got speaker. excited for a second. That it, I know, yeah, right? The... <laughs> no, like one of those yeah. old no no horns. Okay. That would be cool, though. Um, so, yeah. that I'm sorry for the... Like, actually, the you know what? I yeah. actually just bought a vinyl yeah. 
Oh, I can't. Well, hopefully they won't listen to this. It was It's a wedding <laughs> present for my brother who's getting married in two weeks. I won't say what it is, but I did okay. buy them a vinyl. So that counts. That if, was like what, when's he last married? week. Two weeks from now? Yeah. Oh, he'll be married before he oh, hears good. this. Oh, Okay. So That's great. What'd you get him? Um, Of Monsters and Men. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Their, their newest. All right. I forget what the it's called. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah, congratulations, can, Mike can, and Katie. You can share that you were on here and he can listen yes. and not be afraid of the spoiler. Exactly. Um, okay. Um, so it's time for your second song. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about the song and the story first or do you want to listen? Let's listen first. Sure. <laughs> All right. This is going to be um, the Bonnie Banks Alok Lamont published in 1841 in Vocal Melodies of Scotland, performed here by Ella Roberts. I think a lot of people know the main refrain there. Yes. Right? You take the high road, I'll take the low yeah. road, and I'll be to Scotland before ye. Yeah. I've never heard that whole song. You're kidding And that's, me. that's an incredible song. Like, <laughs> that's, that's really great. Um, oh, good. So uh, thanks for bringing that. Yeah. What's the story? Where okay. is it? Where do you go? The story. Okay. It's kind of like – so it takes me back to 2017. In the summer, August 2017, my family, so my sister, my mom, my aunts, my two – it was kind of like a girl trip. I was just going to say that. Yeah. It's kind of like a girl trip, but my grandpap and my uncle Brooke, who was in the minivan all those years ago, <laughs> he came along. <laughs> <laughs> But we were over in Scotland, and we were there. Spe- yes, good old Uncle Brooke. And um, we were over there specifically because my grandparents had always wanted to go see the military tattoo. Do you know what that is? I don't. It's not a tattoo that you put right. on your arm, which is what I thought. I was like, "What? We're going to see? Are you going a to tattoo. Scotland to get a tattoo, Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not you at all. No, it's like it's at. It's at the Edinburgh Castle, uh-huh. and it they do it every summer. They have, like, a whole season of – they'll do it, like, every day for, like, so long. Like, it's, a, like it's, a festival? It's a, it's, yeah, it's, like, kind of like a festival, but, like, they have every – like, they have all these different countries that represent – like, they'll have people that come from different countries that have slots that they're going to hmm. perform different parts. And it's just phenomenal. Like it's incredible. It's it's like one of the, I should have mentioned that actually as like probably my favorite concert of all time because sure. I think that was it was like incredible. Like my cousins like still talk about it. At one point, like there was there was this drum corps and it was like dark and there was like they were like drumming and there was like because in Scotland it rains all the time mm-hmm. and there was just rain pouring down on the drum heads and it was like wow. so dramatic and wonderful. But all that to say, it was this tour that we did uh, with Trafalgar, um, and so you basically go around the Scot- Scottish Highlands and Lowlands on this like bus, like a like a coach bus or whatever. So we were filling out what we wanted for dinner that night on a sh- like a sheet of paper to give to the the travel director who was in charge and I don't know why but like I put on there instead of like our names I just made like a like a code like heart is 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 heart wants this and star wants this I don't know and then put our names I don't know why I did it but 
it became like this thing because they figured out that my sister and I could sing. And so they started calling us Heart and Star. And they came to find out that we knew Loch Lomond. So when we actually went to Loch Lomond, we pulled off to the side in the coach bus, came up to the front, and we sang it. On the very Bonnie Banks. And it was so magical because my sister and I learned that song in choir over at ECS. And so we were able to, like, we already knew the harmony parts Mm -hmm. and everything. It was just so special. And, yeah, that's basically the story. And it was just It wasn't just you guys on the bus. Like, this was a tour bus for a bunch of people. It was a bunch of older people. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. It was a full tour yeah, bus, yeah. and it was special for everybody. Everyone enjoyed it. My grandparents were, like, so, mm-hmm. like, weren't expecting it. It was wonderful. We do, dedica- do you get to sing often with your sister? I don't. She lives in Iowa. Mm-hmm. But when we're together, like, for holidays, we'll just sing for fun together because we love it. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Does your family have um, ties to Scotland? We do. Yeah. So, I mean, that was probably extra special for That was extra special. Family. And they're so musical over there. Mm. Like, we, I felt like I found my people. <laughs> yeah, it's a big part of the culture. It really is, yeah. And so... What what time of year is the is the tattoo? August. In August. Yeah. And it goes for like a week? I would say a month. Whoa! It's a wow. big... It is a big deal. And, you know, you can... Um, they always make DVDs. And if you go on YouTube, you can see past sure. years. But the one that I went to was 2017. So Man, if anyone wants to check that out, it was it was insane. It that was seems like wonderful. it's worth a trip to Scotland. It, well, that's <laughs> yeah. why they went. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It, was, it was great. So that's why I had to share that song. <laughs> um, okay. You ready for a left turn? Uh-huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> if you were a championship wrestler, <laughs> oh, yes! what music would you come out to? Oh, dear. I, uh, something just came to mind, but I don't know if it's going to make me come up really like. I think you should say the first thing that came to your mind. Everybody is cockpit fighting. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> everybody wang chan. Oh, no. Everybody everybody's cockpit everybody fighting. Everybody is cockpit yeah. fighting. <laughs> Listen, if that's, if that's the that first bad? thing in your head, that's no. Fir- that is <laughs> no, just great. me being honest. That yeah. is just honest Katie, like weird. No, I love know. it. <laughs> um. Are because there... I'll psych them out. They'll think I'm just like not taking it seriously and happy, but it's yeah. just, it'll be fierce. Are you a wrestling fan? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is your husband? He likes MMA. Hey, hey, cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you watch MMA with him? I do sometimes okay. until go. it gets bloody. Well. <laughs> can't, can't do that. First I'm round. squeamish. <laughs> I see. Um, uh, are there any bands or musicians uh, you really like that you don't think our listeners might be familiar with? And then um, can you compare them maybe to a band they might know to oh my to make the connection? So there's this girl that I met up in Nashville. Her name is Bethany Cruz. She Her voice, she's a Christian artist. Well, she's not – she is a Christian who is an artist. Sure. But she's not like CCM or whatever. But her, her genre her, is not Christian music. Not necessarily, right, right. no. But her voice – If I mean, you can name some of the big ones like Mariah, Whitney – even like a little bit of Ariana Grande, she got, she got, pipes. She got some pipes. She's incredible. I would okay. say, yeah. Just so that would that answer the question? I can name yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. It's just because that way people can they have a, a jumping off point to yeah, know yeah. what what they be. So um, uh, Bethany C R U Z Cruz. C R U Z. Yeah. Okay. Bethany. Cruz. So she has these really cool mashups too. Um, that 
I think one of them is like, I don't know. You go to her YouTube channel. She has sure. like these mashups of these pop songs that she covers, but like she like weaves like three three of them together, mm-hmm. and it's just so incredible. Cool. Yeah, right. I highly recommend that. Um, <clears throat> do, do you like you know her? Do you like your friends with her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, she can uh, make sure you share this with her. I will. Yeah. Hi, Bethany. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, do you have any TV themes committed to memory that you would share with us? TV themes? Yeah, TV theme songs. Oh, I really liked the theme from Lost, the instrumental uh, theme <laughs> from Lost. That, unless you can hum it note for note, oh, no. that doesn't count. Oh, dear. Oh, okay. I guess I can't. I just remember thinking when I heard the theme from that, I was like, I really like that, like, melodic idea. Anyways, okay, let me think. Um... The Brady Bunch is popping into my mind. Here's Here's the the story. story. (laughs) A lovely lady (laughs) was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold. Like their mother, the youngest one in curls. He's got great hair. (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? That's Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Living all together, yet they were all alone. Then the one day when the lady met this fellow, and they knew it was much more than a hunch, that this group should somehow be a family. That's the way we all became the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. That's the way we became the Brady Bunch. I did not know you were going to sing that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> they don't make it, them like that anymore. They don't make them. Uh, a lot of shows actually just do like cold opens now. Yeah. Um, they don't like do theme song, theme songs. Yes, um, it's yes. a lot of production, to it be is, fair, to make yeah. a theme song. Um so uh, I will tell you that as far as Lost in music goes, I um, when we were watching it, I got kind of um, there's a uh, there's a little piano um, riff. I think that's uh, that what I'm like, referring to. Do 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 do. Um, it's not it's not in the main theme. It's oh. like it's like a character. Like you'll you'll hear it as a riff. That's while while things are happening. Right. And. That's That's what I'm referring to. That's the one. I love that. So I, that got, that, that dragged me to my piano. Same. And I just, I just had to. I had to figure it out. And I would hum until I could find, okay, there's the note. And I sat there. For probably ten minutes, just going, just oh, doing it over I know. and over and again. And then at school, this one kid was like, "Teach me that <laughs> yeah. choir," because I was doing. You know, yeah. I don't know why I was drawn to that. It's like a, it's like a little mental worm, like it just burrows its way in. Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. So catchy, yeah. catchy little. Oh, I'm four so notes. glad we remembered that. <laughs> um, so you're a big musicals fan. Mm-hmm. Um, any any stage musicals that you really really like? Like what's like a like a oh, play that you went to. Miz. Les Mis. Yeah. Oh my god. Did you goodness. get to do you get to see it when it was here? Yes. Yeah. Well, it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Right? It was it was when I was Last pregnant year. with my second daughter. So uh, it's been or a my times. first it's been daughter. A times. So it's been back, but yeah. I haven't been. Okay. Yeah, but I have I have seen it and it's ugh. Are you a fan of the movie too? Yes, yes. yes so yeah. uh, I kind of I kind of um disappoint got disappointed that I didn't end up uh pulling the trigger and going up to the when Hugh Jackman was here in Tampa. 
Oh and he was doing word. his he was doing his world tour, so like he was doing like songs from Les Mis and songs from uh, yeah, Greatest Showman. I would have loved that. And it was it would have been a tight thing to go, but uh, I kind of wish I had gone yeah. because it's, that would have been yeah. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, movie musicals. Movie musicals. Yeah. Um, hmm. Does Disney count? Yeah. 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 Like my favorite. Is this supposed to be my favorite? Uh, ones that you like. Yeah, ones you love. Ones that I like. <laughs> you look thoughtful, Mike. But... I just want to hear what's next. Oh, okay. He's, he's hanging on. He's hanging on your words. Katie. I do still love some Mary Poppins. That's yeah. good music. It's timeless. Your girls, um, your girls have seen that. Oh yeah, both of them. Yeah, my little one will go, "Mommy, let's watch Michael get caught in the closet." That's like her favorite part during that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where I think it's the spoonful of sugar song, yeah. and the little Michael gets caught in the closet. Yeah, the furniture. The furniture <laughs> yeah. takes over. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I uh, we watched that last year for the first. Like you know, we finally got around to with. I have a, I have a seven year old. So she yeah. was six then, and you know, I I always knew that I loved that movie because mm-hmm. it's Mary Poppins. But like, man, it it holds up better than I thought it was gonna. It like we really watched it, and does. I was like, wow, this is really good. And the music's yeah. actually incredible. It is. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you um, do you would would you ever listen? Do you ever listen to songs from? From those movies, yeah. Just, on the just... on the way to school, we were even streaming some Mary Poppins. Yeah, cool. Yeah, some music. It's so good. Um, I'm trying to expose my kids to some of that older stuff. Yeah, they're listening to the Music Man. They like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you know? C- can you do Trouble from the Music Man? Oh yeah. Oh, we got trouble, trouble, trouble right here. Remember, say that game with the fifteen, or is it fifteen number ball? Is the devil's tool? I don't. I think it's twelve. It's 12. How many balls are in? Right. Mm, Mike, <laughs> how many balls are in pool? <laughs> how many balls are in pool? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess there would be uh, nine it, it, on each side, so eighteen. It's some kind of a teen. I feel like well, it would no, have no, to be. It's definitely yeah. in the teens. <laughs> Well, no, the solids are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then eight. And then the stripes are two, nine, four, 10, 11, yeah. 12, 13, 14, 15. So yeah. there's, there's 15 balls. So you got it right. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I like that the, the, the oh, yes, singing yeah. turned trouble, into. Trouble, trouble, trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, do you do karaoke or have you done karaoke? I don't do it too much anymore, but I have done it. Yeah. What's your go-to song if you had to walk out of here and do karaoke? Oh my goodness, I don't even know. Well, I don't even. I don't even. I think I haven't done it a lot. I think I can count on one hand how much I've done it, and I don't remember what songs I've done. They're probably really ballady, pretty like you know dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> what would you What would you sing if you had to? Oh, I don't know. Probably Disney. Sure. Probably a Disney ballad. Like? Oh. Oh, I love that one from Tangled. Which one? It's, is it, I I don't know the title, but it's like, and at last I see the light. And at last I see the light. Yeah. Da 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 dee da da da. All these years. Da 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 da. I don't know the words, but I love that. And I love. Da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 now that I see you, maybe da, it's about. It's crystal yeah. clear. I'm where I'm meant to be. Cause that, yeah. Because at last I see the that, light. I do. I probably do a lot of like 
show tune Disney stuff. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, get old Mandy Moore. There she is. Do you know the words? I don't know the words. I'm more of a melody person. So we can't run it too long because it becomes a duet with a male voice, and I will ruin. Like it will be very bad. And I will ruin trying to sound like a man. Um. So um, you've done music at weddings. We talked about um, what song, what wedding popular song have you just had enough of oh my gosh yes i love this question but i have to give a disclaimer this doesn't mean that if you're a bride out there and you want (laughs) this at your wedding that i'm gonna refuse you or make you feel bad about this well they have to listen to it the one time but you that's true but this is a good thing to think about if you are a bride you don't necessarily want something that's really overused do you want an instrumental that's really overused? Both. Or give me one. Okay, of each. so Canon, Pachelbel's Canon <laughs> is very overused. Yeah. The um and also That might be the, were, sorry, that might be the most popular other than the wedding march. Other than the wedding march, song. it really like, is. Yeah. Um but there was a time when Christina Perry's A Thousand Years, it just was every single how's that, how's that? um Love you for a thousand years. I love you for a thousand. Da da da. Oh yeah, I know that part. Da 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, I could go on. That literally, we have played that so many times, and it's just. You're ready. I'm ready for new material. Sure. And do you stay all the way through the reception and everything? No, so typically we do the ceremony, and sometimes if they have a cocktail hour mm. before their little, main reception, they'll yeah, they'll have a little acoustic okay. set. But yeah, typically yeah, unless it's a banquet where there's no dancing and they just want background music, okay. then we'll do that. <clears throat> All right, I think it's time for your third song. Yay! Uh, what what do you have for us? Okay, I think I'll tell a story. Sure. Okay. So, as mentioned before, I think, um, I am married to my high school sweetheart, Jonathan. We mm. met in choir at ECS. He was a senior. I was a junior. So, he was 17 and I was 16. So, we started dating really young. And one of our first, like, big people kind of dates <laughs> was to the melting pot. Yeah. And I think, um, I think I was, like, I don't remember... At 18, I don't remember. I mean, maybe, yeah, something like that. We were very young. And so <clears throat> afterwards, we came back, and his mom wasn't home yet. I we're like, oh, what do we do? Like, you know, and so he starts playing me some of his music, which is, it was always very interesting. <laughs> we discussed, I'm like, oh, no, what are we going to get into? Because we have very different tastes. Sure. Um, and... A lot of similar over the years, we've kind of like, you know, assimilated into each other's spaces a little bit. But back then it was just like, whoa, this is so different. He starts playing me this this song and and we just started like dancing around the living room. And it was such a sweet memory. And like I had like this Fujifilm like camera that I set up and like recorded us dancing. And I remember later like... 
um, coming back home, because at that point, you know, we were still living, you know, with our parents and whatnot. I went home and, like, I uploaded it onto my, like, little, like, laptop and my HP laptop, which (laughs) I don't have this anymore. I don't know where it went. But, like, I just remember watching it and feeling so warm and fuzzy, like, oh, my gosh, like, I want to marry this guy. And um, How late did you say it watching that video? (laughs) I think I watched it, like, four times when I got home. Maybe more. I just loved watching it. It was so wonderful. But, no, we were so goofy. We were just, like, dancing, like, barn dancing around and just – and then we'd laugh because I can't really dance that well. And it was just so sweet. And it's kind of – I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but every time I hear this song, I think of that. Like, I always will think of that. And the song – the song is by a Christian group from the 80s. Uh, White Heart. White yeah, Heart, yeah. which I never had heard of them. I'm telling you what, my husband has opened my eyes to so much music. <laughs> like, he's had to catch me up. Okay? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, that was the first time I'd ever heard of them. And Let me uh, tell you a, a mini romantic story from one of our okay, other guests on, okay. on that topic is um, uh, Nathan Hill, who was like our sixth episode. Okay. Um, he, he was um, dating his now wife. Uh, in college, and she was a music major, uh-huh. and she had she. Uh, I think she's a violinist. Okay. And um, and she, she had to spend all of her semesters, you know, listening to what she was pr- practicing. Oh, I know. And that. so she couldn't. Yeah. She couldn't listen to, to you don't contemporary have time. music. You don't have time. And so, yeah. so he would make mix CDs of what oh, was what was happening. What was happening? <laughs> and then, so that when when she had time, they, she could listen to them. And so he caught her up on. <laughs> Like, I totally relate. I feel like there, I had noticed that gap when you're in music school where you don't have time to listen to anything else. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, let's join you guys dancing. Uh, <laughs> in the living room. In, in high school. <laughs> yeah. After high, the melting after pot. After the melting pot. <laughs> All right. This, this is um, Desert Rose by Whiteheart. It's from the 1990 album Powerhouse. you see all the twirls in your mind and the dips? I see, <laughs> I see him um, um, uh, lip syncing yes, yes. to all the like. Yes, 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 yes that's right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was so extravagant. Uh, um, when's the last time you listened to that before before the show? Um, I think probably a year ago. You're we driving somewhere and he had it on. I was like, oh, oh. I love this. Do you remember? <laughs> did you did you play that at your wedding? We didn't. We should have. <laughs> we should have danced to that as our first dance. <laughs> oh well, you oh, live well. and learn. You'll get another chance. Fiftieth anniversary just, party. That'll oh, be it. Go home and go home and make a video of it. <laughs> oh yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, we we often talk about a fourth song here uh, on the show that that you know didn't make the cut but maybe like a short version of the story but i'm going to suggest one instead oh, of asking you okay because you have a special connection to silent night oh i do what's the story so when i was a baby i was told that my dad would play a specific version of silent night it was from mannheim steamrollers um i want to say it might have been their debut, like, Christmas. It was from the 80s. Mm-hmm. 
It's that one with the Christmas tree on the front. Maybe they all have Christmas trees on the front. <laughs> That's a Christmas album. <laughs> I can see it in my head. No, but it's it's. I think it's track eleven on that album. It's at the very end, and it has like just lots of like male oohs and ahs. And at the very end, there's like wind sounds and like violin. It's like not just woodwinds, like wind literally sound effect. wind yeah. sound effect. Yeah. And um, and I guess. Over the years, like just growing up hearing that and hearing that story, I've just grown so fond of that. And I love that version. Um, like, yes, oh my gosh, this is my favorite part. <gasps> oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> Makes me want to cry. Oh, I love that. Thank you for that. <laughs> like made my whole day. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Oh, I love it. So, your dad? My dad, yeah. He would play. He would. I was an infant. He, yeah. He's like, I'd hold you on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I guess at that time he was out of work and he was down, but he had me and he had that song and he would just walk around and have me on his shoulder with that on because I guess it was over the holidays. That's a sweet memory. And so actually this this past Christmas I put out um, I put out a Christmas single and I had wind in the production on purpose because I was like I had them reference that. I was Not like, because of the tornado that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Almost hit your studio on your... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was in June. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of wind. In your life. <laughs> There's a lot of wind. <laughs> There's driving down the highway with the windows yes, open. Yes, you're right. That's a theme. <laughs> <laughs> windy, windy. But yeah, yeah, we referenced that, and so cool. there is wind in it. So it, it's a it's special. Yeah. Yeah, that, I know, you know, I... Did I mention that as the one? No, you didn't. Because that would have been it. That makes that sense. would have been it. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow, you read my mind. So uh, I have we have a connection together on that because um, that is my my wife's lullaby for our daughter, oh. but she doesn't sing it. She just hums the melody, yeah. and so like I think I think Zoe was probably four before she heard. Silent night, (laughs) but she knew that she knew the song because it was just like it was just one of those like you know when you have little ones you're just like I gotta I gotta Um, some kind of a song yeah here's a song I know (laughs) and it became like the go to so same same uh, kind of process Um, uh, if you could learn any new instrument instantly what would it be guitar yeah. Yeah, I'm such a wimp when it comes to like building up those calluses. Mm, mm-hmm. I really think that's what it is. I just I must have the lowest pain tolerance ever. <laughs> get a um, you can get you get a guitar with um the vinyl strings. Yeah, I've heard like the flamenco that, yeah. guitars or or ukulele. Or I know that's not. I know that's tuned differently, but I actually um, do have a uke. I just need to put in the time and yeah. Um, those are those those don't take much pressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do you have a favorite band of all time? Oh, I don't think I do. That's okay. I don't think I could ever limit myself yeah. to just one. That's an answer. That is an yeah. answer. I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the process that you used to choose your songs, and how did you kind of find that process? 
Um, I just tried to think of ones. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know if I had a process. I just. So did they spring to mind right away? Some of them did. Um, the Twilight Paris one definitely did because I had recently actually just told that story. So I was like, yes, hey. I got one. Um, the Loch Loman one kind of came pretty soon after because it was pretty recent that we went on that trip. I think the one I had to really think about was what my third one would be. And I really debated the Silent Night versus this one. But I have shared before about Silent Night. So I was like, oh, I'll share about about this other one because it hasn't been shared with the masses yet. That story it paints, it paints a good picture. I can yeah, see that. Good. And, I, and I really was, I guess for process sake, I was trying to pick ones that were very, that I would be able to, you know, be animated and try to like paint a picture in the listener's mind. So high five. Good. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good test. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, if you had to listen to one album over and over and over, like if you could only listen to one album oh, no. ever again, I know it's a hard one. What album would you pick? I probably would – it would probably have to be an instrumental album because I feel like I'd get so sick and tired of hearing the same the <laughs> same lyrics over and over. And at least with, like, the instrumental thing, you could, like, essentially – I do this with my kids sometimes. We'll tell stories over it. You could retell stories, like – Have your kids been exposed to Peter and the Wolf yet? Yes. Because that's the whole – That's the, the, Yeah, that's the premise, Yeah. Um, so it would probably be like, I do love a lot of Chopin, like piano music. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of something like specific, but I would say it definitely, I think it would be instrumental. Okay. Um, is there a song that you will always uh, turn off or change from uh, if it comes on the radio or Spotify or something because of a memory you have associated oh. with it? Well, that's a good question. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. not th- yeah, it probably just never comes on. But, <laughs> but I'm sure if, if something came on that I had, you know, bad, I would probably turn up. But I don't think I've ever had to do that. That's good. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm no, like no, don't, no, that's a good answer. Answers. That's not a boring answer. Okay. Um, uh, what would the 14 year old version of yourself think of? you now and where you're at oh my word i don't know i think she'd be shocked at what i don't know i just think you just i I don't know i guess at that point you're just so young you just never even think like about your children you know i have three kids i'm married like so much blessing like um i get to do music which is like amazing. Did you think you were going to be a professional musician at, when you were fourteen? Like, did you think that's what? No, I really don't. No, I didn't. I think I thought I was going to be like, like in like marketing, which is a huge part of what I do, sure. honestly, because I do a lot of that myself. So that's kind of been a nice marrying of the two. I think I think I'd I think if someone told me I'd be like pleasantly just shocked, like surprised, but like in the best way. Not, not that I thought my life was going to go poorly, but you just don't <laughs> – like if someone's coming to you, this, 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 yeah. this is going to happen. Yeah. I mean, leaving out all the bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that answers the question. It's, it definitely does. I think I'd does. just be delighted, you know? <laughs> All right. Uh, I would like for you to please recommend three people mm-hmm. that you're going to share this episode with. Okay. That you also think would be good guests for us to, yes. to go after. Yes. And they can be local. They can be national. They can be international. Like three oh, pe- really? Three people. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, but when I have, picked mine, they were local. Mo- you have to, no, that's fine. You have okay. to know them well enough to be able to share it with them. Oh, yeah. So. So, um, the first person is Sherry Armstrong. Went to school with her. She is an anchor, a news anchor with Fox mm-hmm. Four. She would be dynamite. She is the one. She's one of the people that I co-wrote that high school. My first song. Oh, she is wow. one of them. Um, so yeah, she would be great. The second person that I would recommend is my vocal professor, the head of uh, vocal studies here at FGCU, Dr. Mm-hmm. Jeannie Darnell. Mm-hmm. Sweetest person as can be. She'd probably like give a whole like new different realm of music to share because she is very well versed. We got all kinds of music, opera, <laughs> and oh, I'm sure you do. But do you know that? Do you know that uh, that that little island that was untouched by by modern. The Andaman Islands. The Andaman Islands. No. It was uh, uh, about a year ago. There was a, a guy who went there and tried to do mission work, and it was like a literally like an, like you're not supposed to go there. Oh. They have not had modern contact, and he got he got oh, killed. No. And then there was a big international thing about like whether or not to go get oh, him. Oh, wow. Well, so yes. anyway, there are <clears throat> recordings of people there doing the equivalent of singing. It it's. It's hard to give it a musical scale. Like it, it's. Oh, it, you try to recreate it, Richard. Uh, yeah. You do the call, and I'll do the response. Ah! Ah! But I'm like, ah! I'm like twenty kids. Oh, ah! heaven! Yeah. So like, that was that was that was somebody's one of their songs <laughs> because they brought like they he was a he's a musical he's an anthropologist and so okay. he. Wow, you know, yeah, so no kidding. So we have all kinds of music. <laughs> um, but, okay, so wow. do- Dr. Jeannie Darnell. Yes. That's uh, right second. here at the university. Okay. Right here at the university. A fun fact, she lives across the street from my parents. Where, roughly? Gateway. Oh, cool. Hey, yeah. Uh, that's where I'm at. Oh, I'm nice. Gonna, I don't know if I should put that on this. No, we, we should probably <laughs> cut that. I don't know why you said that. Can you cut that out? Yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Katie, mm, what are you mm, doing? This is where I live. Um, Okay, oh, and then and then your third one. Uh, my third one was Ashley Lee. Yeah, she is the assistant principal clarinetist for the Naples Philharmonic, and she is also the pastor's wife uh, where I go to church. So she she, well, apart from doing her clarinet stuff, she is a songwriter. She produces her own music, and so she, I think she'd be really really cool on on the show. Okay, thanks. Yeah. All right. Uh, where can people find you <laughs> and more stuff uh, like your EP or anything that you're working on? So my website is um, katiewyrick.com. The last name is spelled W-E-I-R-I-C-H, and that's Katie with a Y. Um, and if you go there, that'll have all my socials on it, um, Instagram, Facebook. I don't do Twitter. But um, I, I would recommend, if you really want to stay up to date with things, to definitely go and subscribe to my e-newsletter. That way stuff that's happening will come straight to your inbox. All right. And do you have any final thoughts for us? Thank you for having me. It was sure. so much fun. Oh, I'm glad you had fun. So exciting, so wonderful. So yeah, that's my that's my thought. My final thought. Broken roads are difficult to walk. 
We make three song stories in the studios of WGCU Public Radio on the campus of Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers, Florida. Richard Chinqui is the co-creator and producer. Mike Canari is the co-creator, producer, and main host. Tara Calgan is our online content producer and sometimes host. Chris Duffus is our executive producer, and our theme song was created by Dave 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 Cowan and Stick Martin at Monkey House Studio in St. Pete. When Katie came in, we didn't have a chance to record the usual live parting tune like we do with our musician guests, but a couple of weeks ago she mentioned that since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic, she's been offering free downloads of her song, Fear Not, as encouragement to everyone during this time. So we wanted to share that with you too, and we will add the download link to this episode's description at threesongstories.org. For now, here's Fear Not by Katie Wyrick. Just us to bear We were never meant to face All these heartaches alone Cast all of our fears On the one who cares His shoulders can't carry them all Keep listening.
next time on Three Song Stories. They're kind of, you know, slurring their their speech a bit and saying, yeah. oh, there's music. That's fantastic. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be one of those Yeah, this gigs. is going to be Construction a rock. Construction with and PBRs. Yeah, and, they're, and they're like, I'm like, there's, okay, the next thing is going to be, you know, they're going to request Freebird. You know, yeah, that's what happens yeah. in this kind of <coughs> situation. Bossa Nova Freebird. <laughs>